Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Time. It's uh, the Mariah Report. Yes, and I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. And we're here to talk about Mariah. Yes, as always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> shocking. Today we're going back in time to 1995, and we are going to cover Fantasy, the number one single Fantasy. Yeah, now we spoke about Fantasy already when we did our Daydream um, episodes, but yeah. we're going in we're focusing right. in we're focusing you know we're narrowing it down to things mm-hmm. um because when we did the daydream um album discussions we were still the lamely meeting we were can you believe it <laughs> yeah. we were like little baby lamely meeting i know and look at us now now we're the fabulous mariah report international international success. global <laughs> success <laughs> So we're sort of revisiting this moment for this back in time because it's really iconic. This song is iconic. It is beloved by everyone. It needs and, a moment. Yeah, it needs its own special moment. Yeah. So we're going to give it its its uh, due moment. This was one of the first songs I kind of started to like Mariah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like uh-huh. I wasn't. I didn't really catch any of the ballady Mariah's songs and then but when fantasy came out i was like oh i like this jam you were bopping along right yeah bopping along now the song is um obviously the lead single from the daydream uh album and it's uh written by mariah and david hall Mm -hmm. who also wrote dream lover yep with her so that's a great collaboration um now i remember when this song premiered of course, because I'm that old ass lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> girl, I was there. I was lambing out before I even knew I was a lamb. Um, I remember it premiering the music video. See, back in the day, I think they premiered songs via music videos on MTV. Like you didn't hear yeah. it on the radio. You saw the video and the thing all, like right there. That's oh, yeah, debut. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I remember before school one morning, obviously mm. we're back in September of 1995. Um, I saw the music video premiere on MTV for the first time. And that was the first time I heard the song in the morning. Was, yes. In the morning before uh. school, you know, I was, I rose early uh-huh. that day cause I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was like, Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh huh. And of course, a little baby gay me, mesmerized. Right. Mesmerized. It's a sweet video. It's gorgeous. It's so fun. It's so light. It's so effervescent. Right. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a pillar of her career. 
Yes, like absolutely. everyone knows it, and so we have the album version. We're also going to talk about the remix version, which is Mariah's favorite version, and the club mix, and the club mix. David Morales, yeah, which we just got from the Sweet Sweet Fantasy tour. She yes. did that. Uh-huh. Oh, this song has so many facets to it. It's amazing. Yeah, it is really beloved by everyone too. And if people, you play it in the club now, people would people go nuts. Still go nuts. Yeah. Still go nuts for it. Uh-huh. It's, and it's it does not sound dated at all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because, okay, so the song samples Genius of Love. By the Tom Tom Club. Uh-huh. And that is an old 80s, like, song. Exactly. And it's very risque. If you listen to the lyrics yes, in that song, uh-huh. going to jail, doing cocaine, oh, it's going insane. Oh, it's all kinds of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of crazy. But it's a good song, too. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, the infectious beat, the sample that Mariah uses on this to in fantasy mm-hmm. from Genius of Love... Is genius. Mm-hmm. You just say that right there. Mm-hmm. I used to love the song, and I still do. Genius of Love it was one of my favorite songs growing up, and then I heard it on the radio recently, and I just I had this other idea for the you know the verses and the chorus of my song, and I thought that it'd be really cool to incorporate the two, so we did it. So well done, and it literally. I mean, Mariah really brings the whole sound of that sample to a whole new life. Right. Whole new life. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it doesn't sound like the Tom Tom Club song. Yeah. Even it though it is. It's, its, own, it's literally its own thing. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Only Mariah can do this because she's a genius. She makes this song, which is nowadays, in current day, what, 23 years old? Mm-hmm. 22 years old? Ish. Something like that. And it still sounds fresh. Yep. It sounds modern. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's literally timeless. It does not timeless. sound like an, a 90s song. No, and it doesn't sound like it's sampling something from the 80s. Yeah. It's so amazing how Mariah does this. I'm telling you, stroke of genius on her heart, on her part. Well, here's what I just kind of, I didn't really realize because, um, you know, in Australia, we don't really have like, we're not looking at billboard facts and stuff like that. Right. First of all, it's the, her first number one in Australia. Oh, really? One of two. Oh, wow. We belong together as the second one. And I didn't realize she debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, and she's only the second person ever to do that. Yes, absolutely. Ever. Um, I remember that being like a big deal back then. Ah. So um, maybe like a month before <laughs> Fantasy came out, yeah. Michael Jackson... Um, uh, released a single called You Are Not Alone, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. Love that song. That was from his best of, right? Like he had a best of coming out? I th- I don't know what album it was from. And like the bonus one? The bonus I think it was like a song? re-release of like something. His- the History album. Yeah, that's the best of. Oh, is that the best yes, of? Oh, yes. okay. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Um, but I love that song. <laughs> and so that song, one month approximately before Fantasy came out, that was the song that First debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh. That was the very first song to ever do it. Get out of here. Yeah. And Mariah, had she released this one month earlier, would've she would have been the first one. But it's still a huge accolade because um, she was the first female to do it. I mean, just like yeah. she is on par with Michael Jackson, people. I know. Like, come on. Yeah. Hello. 
and Michael Jackson. That's why this whole Me Too movement that's happening is kind of just breaking open about how fucked up women have it in the industry. Look yeah. at how Mariah, Mariah, I was going to call her Mariah Jackson. <laughs> Mariah is on par with Michael Jackson, but she's seen as a woman. She's not as right. revered. And she's not seen as the legend and exactly. icon that Michael that Jackson she, is. Exactly. Even though they're doing Even though the same she's thing. Made and broke records of his. Yeah. Um, and they were very friendly with each other as well. Yes, and they went yes. through the whole Sony fiasco, fiasco together. We all went through that. Oh, we all, all of us, honey. <laughs> and poor George Michael. Oh, yes. And was Prince involved there too? Probably. Probably, because that's why he changed his name. Because he felt like a slave. Oh, is that what it was? To the record label. Oh. I, allegedly, I don't know. Probably. Um, but I think that was, it was all in that sort of vein. Yeah. But um, this song was so huge when it came out. So it debuted at number one. And to this day, 20 some odd years later, there have been n- many songs, maybe like, I think maybe a dozen songs mm. or two dozen songs that have debuted at number one. Mm-hmm. Mariah is the only artist, male or female, to have three songs debut at number one. Ooh. That's crazy. That's a good receipt. That's a really good receipt. Three songs debut at number one. She's the only artist to ever have that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And the songs were Fantasy, One Sweet Day, and Honey. Get right? Me. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. honey. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> I do know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and this song sold crazy. I think it's, I think it might be certified double platinum, two million in sales. And this is the day of you have to go actually buy it. Yeah. You had to go get in your car. Uh-huh. You had to go to the record store and you had to actually buy it. And I remember I bought it in CD and cassette tape. Mm. And I was mesmerized by the iconic image that Stephen Mizell took that it's just one photo mm-hmm. there's that one full length body photo black and white simple but her hair is everything yep you want to talk about iconic i remember girl. yeah see i it's so iconic i rem, i have a vivid memory of being a little kid in sydney in the in that era my father was getting like photos developed. He had to, he had to go to the photo develop shop. Yes, remember those days? Those days. So he was like doing his whatever, and they had this whole stack of posters you can like flick through. Like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Remember those like yes. those in these big sleeves? You yes. can like flick through them of like cats and flick through them. giraffes, <laughs> like, like random shit, ass, like pages, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Posters. So I'm flicking through it, and I remember coming across the Mariah poster. I'm not a lamb. I just remember seeing it, going, "Oh wow, that's cool." I want it's, that. it's you know you take the black and white it yeah because it's so good I know and it said it was like the fantasy cover it said fantasy on it yeah yeah I should have got that thing now I think about it but it's in my mind right even though I wasn't it a fan there. that's why it's so iconic because everybody knows it remembers it has like they have a visual image of seeing it mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. it, and that's the funny thing about the whole daydream era. There really was just one photo yeah. that they used for everything. Like even the Daydream album cover is just a close up of the fantasy shoot. Yeah, it's that of the same face. picture. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the song is doing well. It's this. It's that. It's all on top of the charts. It stayed there for eight weeks, Pretty which good. is great. Yeah, I mean, it started off this whole run of number one weeks at number one for Mariah because, you know, she had fantasy eight weeks. The next single, which came out in December, was One Sweet Day, which ended up doing 16 weeks. 16, yeah. And then came Always Be My Baby, which I think went at least four weeks, 
That's already like half the year That's taken up. Literally, she was at number one. That's why she has the most weeks any artist has ever spent at number one. Seventy nine weeks. Yeah, crazy, huh? Isn't that insane? But she got she tallied up a lot during nineteen ninety five. That, oh, no, that was like era. a whole six months of yeah. number one. Yeah. Right then. And there you go. That was it. Mariah was literally you could not get any more famous than Mariah during this era. Mm-hmm. Like she was everything. Getting mobbed. In the Mom, streets. In the streets. Yes. All from that one photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's all people knew was that one photo. That's like, ah, it was so well done. Yeah. But one of them, despite all the record breaking and the chart facts and all this and that, one of the most groundbreaking things was that remix she did with ODB of the Wu-Tang Clan. One million percent changed the game. As we know it. Change the game. Yeah. And, you know, the younger generation may not realize how game-changing it was, because nowadays... She literally broke ground. Broke ground. Whacked away weeds. Like, we're going this way now, people. Honey, she brought everything in a new direction. Yeah. And music today would not be what it is if Mm -hmm. it were not for that collaboration. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was all Mariah's idea. She's a musical goddamn genius. Uh Uh-huh. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. So she does the album version, which is really cute and everything like that. And then she does an old, dirty bastard remix. Yeah. Who would have thought? Sacramento in the house. Atlanta, Georgia, are you in the house? West Coast, are you in the house? Japan, are you in the house? Everybody, are you in the house? Baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. Baby, come on. Hardcore rap. Hardcore. Yeah. But Mariah's a hardcore fan of hip-hop and rap and all of that. And she knew that it was going to be good. And she fought to get it released. I just heard an interesting interview with someone. I might have been listening to a podcast. But they're talking about how fashion became a big thing in the hip-hop era, in the hip-hop world. Uh-huh. Like the P. Diddy, Sean Coombs. Um, P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Everybody, Rock Nation, like the no, Nobu, Nobu, Nofu, yeah. what's it called? Nobu, no, Nobu, Fubu. What's it called? Uh, Fubu. 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 We were getting there. We yeah. were getting there, people. We Something were getting ooh. there. <laughs> yeah. Like that whole thing happened when um, hip hop and R&B became more mainstream pop culture. So look at that crack Mariah made with yeah. pop, hip hop. Yeah. Exactly. But that's built into fashion too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. before that, hip hop was like underground. People were not dressing, caring really about their appearance so much. Fashion mm-hmm. wasn't a part of it. Yeah. But then it became a, th- a thing it when it all like was sort blew of up. happening right there. And Mariah was right at the top, the, you know, sort of forging ahead in making it a thing. And people. I, again, do not give her credit where credit is due here because, you know, I, I tell people all the time like, oh, Mariah was the first one to like do something like that. And then they'll be like, no, Mary J. Blige did something with, you know, yeah. some hardcore rapper. But I'm like, but Mary J. Blige was not the girl next door. Exactly. Or Mariah as was, famous as Mariah. Or as famous as Mariah for that matter. Because Mariah's, uh, Mariah is... So famous, the Japanese people are going crazy for her over yeah. there. They don't oh, know exactly. what hip hop is. I mean, yeah. we're in the daydream era where she like sold the, out the Tokyo Dome in a minute. Yeah, like literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was 
a ginormous star. Mm-hmm. And she was also the girl next door because that was her whole image in the 90s was sweet, nice girl, blah, 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 with the big voice. Uh-huh. And for her to go down that route and almost really tell the general population that hip hop is cool. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is where it's at. Mm-hmm. This is creative. This is music. This is what it is. Um, really trendsetting. Trendsetting. Yeah. But you know, like she introduced it because I think a lot of people around the world oh, probably no didn't idea. know. What oh, is this? No music? idea. What is this? I mean, yeah. I, honestly, it wasn't until, you know, the fantasy ODB remix that I even knew what Wu-Tang was. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my brothers were probably listening to it, but I don't know anything about that. But then I was like, oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah. this is great. This is this whole style mm-hmm. and the differences between those two, Mariah and ODB. It's just, it was amazing. It was but just... Wu-Tang Clan is also excellent music. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. That um, the 36 Chambers album is phenomenal. phenomenal. I'm obsessed with that album. Yes. I mean, Mariah's always been a fan of them, and that's yeah. why she got ODB on. Yeah. Um, but she even, in her most recent album, Mia and Mariah, uh, sings about the, the Wu-Tang Clan Chambers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was after the ODB thing that I even started getting into them and yeah. realizing how great they were. Yes, yes. So, you know, Mariah was influential on me. Just like she was with everybody else mm-hmm. in the general public. Mm-hmm. Like, it was game-changing mm-hmm. how big this was. Yeah. Big. Big, big, big. Another big thing was the music video. The music video became very iconic. It did. Very iconic. Yeah. It was filmed in upstate New York at Rye Playland. Um, and Mariah lip-synced on the roller, roller coaster. coaster. I can actually sing the song and perform it on the roller coaster because I'm not scared being on the roller coaster. That's like kid stuff for me. I'm a big roller roller queen, roller coaster queen. Like, who does that? See, I always thought that was cool because A, I was um, terrified of roller coasters and I was like, how could she be singing like that like a normal person? She's just just beautiful (laughs) as can be. Yeah. Unbelievable. Smiling. great that she's on the rollerblades. Yes. Oh, my God. The whole video was so well done, and Mariah directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was her first directorial project. Mm-hmm. And, um, Don't I forget, Mariah's like 26-ish, 25, 26. 25 years Young old. Young girl doing all this. Can you believe it? Doing the most. And she's literally the biggest global superstar. Yeah. Like 25 even. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. Um, but she directed this video. It's super cute. Every every part of it is iconic from the little girl in um, on the boardwalk with the braids, mm-hmm. sticking out her tongue or whatever she's doing, um, to Mariah dancing in the Hummer. Yeah. And then if you watch closely the music video on like Vivo, you can see that all the dancers that are in the parking lot dancing are wearing like FUBU clothes, but they're blurred out. Oh, blurred out. Are they really, huh? Yeah, if you look closely. Yeah. But it's just, it was just, the whole era was great and fantasy was the starting point of it all and it really drove everything mm-hmm. up, up, up. But also the remix video. Oh, the remix video. Yes. With Oh Dirty Bastard and he tied the clown up. Uh-huh. And then he like, oh my God. It was so good. And yeah. all, again, all of these things are Mariah's ideas. Yeah, but like, yeah, but it's like the video wasn't going to be like a side project. It was factored in to the whole thing. Exactly. 
Right. And and it was played very heavily mm-hmm. for BET. Yeah. 100%. Um, and the other iconic thing that came from this is the iconic rap that ODB does. Me and Mariah. Go back uh-huh. like babies with pacifiers. Me and Mariah go back like babies with pacifiers. As someone that grew up in New York, you couldn't help but be influenced by hip-hop. A lot of people never really saw the video where ODB tied the clown up, and that was one of the classic moments of my life. One of my favorite songs I've ever done, if not my favorite. 20-some-odd years later, everybody knows what that means. Uh-huh. It's crazy i know little did she know i mean i'm sure she had to feel like this is going to be big because she fought so hard to get the label to allow this remix yeah but i don't think it was a strategic plan for it to be this big i think she just wanted to do it she just wanted to do it because it was fun for her and she liked this is what she likes and who she Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. so she wanted that's her her creative expression is what drove her to Make this happen 100%. Rather than Oh well We're going to put ODB And I'm going to tap into This many Followers this over there Yeah And all of this like, no, That was, not, was not, not planned like that You can tell No Of course not Uh huh No And the label definitely Was not trying to back it up Uh huh It naturally became Sort of The big thing mm-hmm. It just naturally mm-hmm. It's so crazy How that happens But when you Tap into something That hasn't been Tapped into yet And everybody gets A taste of it mm-hmm. It just naturally Goes that way Well you know The Probably Probably what's happened People were bored With music State of music True So here she is Giving us something fresh True And then That's that's always been Mariah's secret sauce Something fresh Yeah Something new I mean She's she's just I can't say enough how amazing she is. I can't <laughs> say enough. I literally can't. And fantasy showcases all of that. Um in so many ways because yeah. we have the album version, the remix version, and then the club, club version. The ten minute extended oh mix. Oh my god, David Morales. They did the damn thing. That's a, that's a, that's a remix people sleep on because yeah. it's so good. It it really is. I mean and it this resung vocals. Were, oh my god, amazing. This is what they were doing in the clubs, girl. Yes, yes. In the 90s. Like, this was big. Yep. And even today, it doesn't sound dated. None of the remixes sound dated. Mm-hmm. You could still hear this in the club. And this, like, was one of this... Well, Dream Lover was really the start of Mariah becoming the remix queen. Right. And then backed Anytime. up by this yeah. was huge. Right. Huge. I remember getting the single and having all those remixes and being like, <gasps> just in shock and awe over all of it. And yeah. I just couldn't stop listening. Yeah. Couldn't stop. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Those were the days. They really were. When you get a Mariah song that had like four different versions of itself. And they were all spectacular and amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. We were living the high life over there in 1995, weren't we? We were. We were. We need that to come back around. It will. It will. Um, so fantasy I, Now uh, We said it a million times It's 20 something years old But She's done some Pretty nice performances Of this song Yeah I think What f- is one of your favorites? Well fave Is The Around the World DVD Ooh I do love that one Even though she's lip syncing For her life It's okay A complete lip sync moment <laughs> Yeah but it's alright But there's uh, full fun. choreography Yes And she's 
doing all sorts of things. Yes, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> and we're like, oh, girl, oh, oh, bending over, oh, riding, oh, straddling the man. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. She, I, I love that she has, like, the little microphone, like, uh, the, I call it the Janet Jackson microphone. I'll call it the Madonna mic. Oh, you call it the Madonna, okay, yeah. the Madonna mic. The Britney now. Uh, nah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, that was... What do you call the, it? The hands-free mic. Yeah, like on the, the headset mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A headset mic. Um, so I loved that. That was, that really was a great performance because it showed Mariah at being a performer. Right. You know, and then they would have like ODB would come on the big screen in the back. Yep. That was a great one. That was good. Although I, you know, most people like the ODB remix and it's one of Mariah's favorites. Cause if you see like all the greatest hits and compilation albums mm-hmm. that she releases now, she like the number ones, for instance, yep. she put the ODB version cause she was like, this is really what I wanted. Yeah. Um, but my favorite fantasy performance comes from Madison Square Garden. Oh, that was cute. You know, because the iconic opening, the lights, it's the album version that she sings. Right. She's wearing basically the same outfit that she does in that one picture. Mm-hmm. That just black with a little belly showing. Yeah. And the hair is outstanding. And literally, she's just bopping around, singing fantasy, having the time of her life. You think? So that is probably my favorite fantasy performance. See, I count that as like Tommy Mottola era. Well, it like is, she's but being there's nothing to do wrong it. with Tommy Mottola era because Mariah was very <laughs> successful with it. Yeah. We've forgiven him. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's not like the Nightmare era. <laughs> yeah, where nothing happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's okay. That's a cute performance. Yeah, it is. But it, that's my, just the fun energy of it, I think, uh, is why it's my favorite. Because I just like her bopping around, snapping her fingers, trying to dance. Yeah. It's just like, you know, to me, that's like iconic you fantasy. You like that? Yeah. Oh, see, I like the let loose Mariah bending over and all that stuff. The bending over, getting spanked, yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's she's done great performances of this oh, nowadays. Yeah. Go what ahead. about um the um homecoming special for Rainbow? Oh, the homecoming. Where she special. recycled the choreo but had a new outfit. Yes, that was cute. Okay, that was very cute. <laughs> yeah, that was very cute. Um, there were some cute, really cute performances. Like the Daydream performance is great from the Daydream tour. Oh yeah, like in Japan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was very good. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. That I was like a really that good one um, with the big al- leather coat. Yes, uh huh. <laughs> and she also performed it on the American Music Awards that year. Oh yeah, which was very similar to the Daydream tour. Can I see that? Maybe. I'm sure you've seen it, probably. Um, but it's very similar to the Daydream tour. It's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then well, you know, okay. So what I like with fantasy. Do you remember when she was planning the Sweet Sweet Fantasy tour? Uh huh. And we were like brainstorming the set list for her. Uh huh. And we said, oh, Europe, they love a club moment. Love a club moment. What did she open up the tour with? 
She did all versions. All versions. All versions. The whole single. The, the whole, <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah. The whole maxi single. <laughs> yeah. Track one, two, and three. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was amazing. That was that was really good. That on was her good. Part. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I like the neon light choreo, choreo she was doing. Yeah, the, the, the whole poles. thing with all the dancers. Yeah. She would come out on the Chase Lounge uh-huh. and she would come out to the club mix and then they would go into the album version Which, and then. No. And with the old Dirty Bastard version? How did it go? I forget, but... That's right. I think that's how it yeah. went, and it was so good. Uh-huh. It was so good. Yeah. Like, she really paid homage, homage mm-hmm. to um, Fantasy with the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour, obviously, because that's what it's called. But it was really good for her to do that. I think right on the money. Well, see, what I like about the club mix, of the full extended club mix of Fantasy, is that towards the end, in the last third of it, she does the daydream interlude mm. lyrics, mm-hmm. throws that in. So I wish she would factor that in a little bit sometime. Well, that would be cute. That'd, That'd be, be a cute, cute moment. She really did the damn thing. That's for the lamb tour. Yeah, like if you sing tour. me like you, the daydream interlude in fantasy, uh-huh. I'll be passed like out. That would be it. That would be it. And only a real hardcore fan would like get that. Uh-huh. To appreciate that. Um, but I love that she did it. I love that she is uh, still out performing it I, and yeah. doing it. She's in Vegas, obviously, doing it on, on the number oh, ones. Yep, she sure did. And that was a cute moment with like the carnival scene. Yeah, because it was very um, like the music the video. video version. Yeah, I like that. That was it cute. It was really good. Yep. It was really good. I think Fantasy will continue to be one of her iconic songs. Everyone will always remember it. Okay, you said I'm noticing a pattern. In the later part of her career, where these like iconic songs of hers come back to bite her in the butt, how so? Like "Vision of Love" on the Elusive Chanteuse tour was the oh. song that made like people caught her with a cracked voice. Um, emotions on New Year's Eve, like oh, these big songs of uh-huh, hers. Uh-huh. So "Fantasy" was the one that got her in Jamaica lip syncing. Oh, that's right. Remember that that's moment right. where they're just like straight up playing the track and she's yeah, just smiling and she's through just it. like, hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we did an episode a, lo- a while back talking about the Jamaica concert and <laughs> yeah. like how like absolutely absurd it was. And like we were like really like ripping it to shreds and making fun of it. I recently went back and watched some of those performances. Yeah. And yet she was totally like whacked out and probably high as hell because she's in Jamaica. But... Some of those vocal moments were really great. There's good my and old her vocals. Ad libs uh-huh. were outstanding. Yeah, and yeah. Like the, I was like, you know what? I don't know why I was hating on this shit. This shit is good, girl. <laughs> yeah, this shit is good. So no, shout that, out yeah. to the Jamaica moment because we actually really do appreciate it. <laughs> but the fantasy performance is the funny one. Yeah, of it all. it's funny. It's funny. But it's just um, funny how these iconic songs do come around and get her. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, she's Mariah effing Carey. I know. I know. She can do it. There was she that moment. Do it. Uh, I love fantasy. Uh, anytime fantasy, it comes on, yeah, fantasy just got um that old navy ad with those people singing acapella. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's we're still right. making money off that. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. You know what though? I'm real mad about with fantasy and and the whole daydream era. What was the Grammys? Because uh. fantasy was not. First of all, she was nominated for like everything and lost everything. So that's why I'm still mad. Yeah. Um, but Fantasy was nominated for Best Female Pop Vocal and mm. did not win. Yeah, how's that like, possible? How is that like? How is that possible? That is the most pop song mm-hmm. you could ever have. Mm-hmm. And Mariah's crisp, clean, clear, heavenly vocal peak vocals peak. Yeah, and she did not win. Uh huh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
oh, oh show me who's voting for this kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. I don't know who won. Um, probably Millie Vanilli. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a no brainer right there. Millie Vanilli won best I, female. I, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, that whole year for Daydream, like, cause I think, um, even One Sweet Day was nominated for best, um, duo, duet or duo or group. Right. And it lost that too. How are you going to? It was rigged. Hello. The whole thing's bullshit. The whole thing's rigged. The yeah. whole thing's bullshit. Uh-huh. Anyways, fantasy will go on to continue to be classic, iconic Mariah and everyone loves it. Forever. Forever. And another song, nobody can cover it. Oh, nobody. There's nobody. no point. Nobody. What about when Kelly um, Rowland sang it at the BET tribute? Oh, she did a good job, actually. I didn't mind it. I didn't like I mean, how it was, it was like, nothing like Mariah's, but I didn't like how it was like very good. It was a good job. I didn't like how the the background vocals were like chip monkey. Uh-huh. It was like really high and pitchy. Yeah, well, they had to do that because she could, because you can't cover the song. You can't cover that song. It's like, impossible. You just can't. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. I'm gonna go back and watch that. <laughs> uh, I thought she did a solid job on that, but again, it's it's such a hard thing to sing. Right. No. Yeah. Only Mariah can. It will always be a Mariah song. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but I think that will wrap up our iconic fantasy. Yeah. Um, for this back in time moment, get into it to really give it its due. Props, yes, because it was groundbreaking and yes, continues to be indeed. breathtaking. Still love it. I still love when it comes on at the club. Still love it, absolutely. Everybody does. Can't say anything bad about it. I dare somebody say something bad about fantasy. I wish you would bring I, that I out dare. instead of um, emotions. Yeah, you know, she's always singing emotions all yeah, over the place. True. Bring true. out fantasy. Yeah, bring me a fantasy moment. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. Nah, no. No, ma'am. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to support the show over at patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. You can pledge as little as a dollar and get bonus content and keep this show ad free. Um, you can also go to iTunes and leave us a review, and that helps us over there as well. And that's free. It just All takes it. a minute of your time. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will be back soon with another Back in Time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.